Hello, Mary. Indiana Jones. Hello. Use the false loop. Mr. John Bowles. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends. Go for it. Transform and roll out. And I'll form the head. That's what she said. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we are doing a special episode because it is Valentine's Day. We are adding to our series of Nerdy Me mixtapes. We are doing the romantic mixtape. It's the tape you make for the one you love while you still love them. (laughs) (laughs) We've done the breakup mixtape, and now we're, we're working in reverse order. (laughs) <laughs> We've done the breakup, so now we're doing the dating and in love mixtape, and I guess our next one will be the trying to get the girl mixtape. Who knows? <laughs> the woo tape. The woo woo tape. <laughs> <laughs> now I I picked songs, I guess in the eighties nineties I guess that that kind of era because it's the Nerd to Me podcast, and I, and I put a little spin on it too because there are thousands of good songs to pick i really struggle with struggled with this one and so i gave myself the challenge of i was thinking like woo tape right like date night and i was thinking of could you mix in a good movie with a good love song in the soundtrack that that was my angle on that one so all your love songs are coming from soundtracks Mm, i think well i got i got quite a few i don't have to go by that but i mean that's that's what i was thinking of Wu tape. Okay. Like if I was gonna bring out a date, it'd be date night. You know, rent not wait. Well, they don't rent movies anymore. Uh, <laughs> stream a movie, and the evening commences. All right. So I just went with '80s love songs that I would put on mixtape for a girl I was dating, and uh, just to convey some emotions. Did you make this tape? I mean, are are, are these? A song? I did not make this tape. You lie. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> not, not make a mixtape <laughs> Well, not a love mixtape. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you made this tape. Come on now. I, I okay, fine. If that helps you, yes, I made this tape. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe uh, you should explain what a mixtape is, because uh, we may have some younger listeners that have no idea what we're talking about. Okay. Uh, mixtape to you younger people is what older people <laughs> call a playlist. <laughs> I like um, that. Basically. Well, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So you would take, I don't want to describe the whole thing. We did it in the past show. We described the whole thing. But it, it, it was an effort, right? You just couldn't like right. download songs. You'd had to have like either like a double cassette thing, right? Or a record that would right. copy or even off the radio, you'd have to do something like that. Yes. It was very, it was very time consuming because you'd had to find the songs either off the radio or on your own um, cassette or album and put them on a tape, and sometimes you'd intro the song and say a little something, and in between songs you might talk, and um, it was very time-consuming, and we talked about it on one of the mixtape shows about how probably that it's more appreciative because the person you're giving the mixtape to um, understands the time and effort you put into it, whereas now when you're doing a playlist, it's all drag and drop. Yeah, you know what, what I did for... Uh... 
you know, my wife, like I was living in Virginia and, and I knew she was driving to work and I made a mixtape for her and I put it on a CD and then uh, I put it in her CD player and I put a little sticky note that just says press play. <laughs> oh. No. Oh. And what was on it? Metallica? <laughs> Iron Maiden? A bunch of ACDC <laughs> stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want me to start? Sh- you want directions of what you want from the shop, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can start. Okay. So, like I said, I, I gave myself some parameters just to kind of help my mind think about it because there's a lot of songs. And uh, this particular song, though the movie was okay, but I, I think you would still call it a date movie, is. Well, the, the movie Sleepless in Seattle. So, do you know the song from that one? When I Fall in Love. When I Fall in Love, yes. That song. Now, I remember when I saw that movie, I didn't care for the movie too much, so much. But And this song actually rolled during the credits at the end of the movie and stuff. And I remember watching the movie and sitting there and I'm waiting for the song to come on because I heard it on the radio. I'm like, where's the song? <laughs> you know, I was literally waiting the whole entire movie. And then when the credits started to roll, that's where I heard the song. But uh, it's it's a nice song. It's a, it's a nice, sweet movie. It's a date movie, and uh, and I think the title speaks for itself. You know, when I fall in love, it's gonna be forever. I don't remember who even who even sang that song. I don't even know, dude. I didn't do I my homework. People Bryson in on that one. Oh, was it really? Oh, you, you know, I think. Oh, it was. Yeah, it sounds about right. He was in on um. He was on Aladdin, right? People Bryson wasn't that him? Oh no! Here you go. It's Celine Dion and Clive Griffin. Clyde Griffin. Okay. Who? It's a good song. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So, like I said, if if if, if this is the date night, Sleepless in Seattle is probably on Netflix someplace. I, I would imagine. Watch the movie. Listen to the song. Make some dinner. Boom. There's your boob tape. Moo song. And I'm kicking my my list off of that one. Uh, was Sleepless in Seattle a movie that you enjoyed? And no, <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. yeah, it was all right. Was that the first uh, Tom Hanks Meg Ryan thing together? Sleepless in Seattle. I want to see. Uh, I think Joe Joe versus Volcano might have been first. Oh wow! Yeah, you could be right about that one. That was Meg Ryan, right? Yeah, it was. But the whole—I mean, that album. It's like if you want like the Wu tape, the whole album is fantastic too. I think that I picked that as one of my. Uh, one of my top soundtracks, I think, was Sleepers in Seattle back in the day, I think. But, yeah, that has an incredible soundtrack. Okay. Uh, yeah, as I look it up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what else is on it? <laughs> you got you to brag about it. What else is on it? <laughs> no, it's good. I, I think every song on that is actually Jimmy Durante, As Time Goes By, uh, A Kiss okay. to Build a Dream On, Louis Armstrong, <laughs> A Wink and a Smile, Harry Connick Jr. It's a cute album. If you haven't heard the album, like I said, it, the whole album I think is a is a nice romantic album that you can listen to from front to back, and and you can seal the deal. Really? <laughs> okay. We'll no. put it on my list now. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, Sleepless Seattle is not that kind of movie, but you know what I mean. Date movie. That's a different. Uh, that's a different mixtape. <laughs> the seal the deal tape. Hey, speaking of that, do you remember there was a. Uh, there was an album. I think I was in high school, and they said if you played this album, that, that it was like the automatic like make out 
album. It, it was a, I think the group's called Enigma. Do you remember that? It was like tantric music or something like that. The Enigma had a big album out in the nineties. Wasn't that? It? I don't know. Was it? No, that wasn't. I don't know if it wanted I don't know if it's made people want to make it. I mean, I had it. Nobody made out with me. I, <laughs> I remember there was an album that was like that. And they were saying, oh, yeah, you got to play this album while things are going on. I'm like, you got to be kidding. That's, me. Not the, that's not the monks, is it? I think it was. Remember, it was like something. Never there big for a while? Yeah. I don't know. What kind, what kind of people were you making out with? That's the real question. <laughs> we're trying yeah. to make out with. That's the truth. That's the it was an awkward part of my life. Come on. Mm. Okay, <laughs> terrific. Yeah. All right. What do you have? Okay. Um, I'm not sure I want to go with this. Okay. All right. I'll start here. All right. My first song is mine are all from the 80s, and I just took really popular love songs um, that I liked. And like I said, I would put on a mixtape for someone special. So my first one is Keep On Loving You by Oreo Speedwagon. And it kind you know, of when you said off, that, I, I was thinking of uh, the Brady Bunch. You gotta keep on, keep on, keep on. No. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you know the song? Uh, you're gonna have to hum a few bars on that one. I'm not too sure about that one. Should have known by the look in my eyes, oh, baby. Oh, yes. There yes. was something missing. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, as I read the lyrics, it doesn't come off as too love you because apparently she cheats on him or something <laughs> and i know all of, and i know all about those men still i don't remember because it was us baby way before them and we're still together mm-hmm. so basically he's saying you mean he means every word and i mean every word i said i said that i love you i meant that i love you forever and that's like i'm like i'm in so <laughs> you know that's a deep deep only have eyes for you nothing else in the world is going on except what's going on between us right now yeah, so I, I don't know a lot of Oreos Wagon, but that's one of my definitely, I can totally sing along to it, more or less. And uh, yeah, I think it just gives you the feels. Have you, you know, ever serenaded right uh, a lady before, like sang to them? And... I've serenaded. Well, you know, I mean, um, you know, sung a couple bars. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's... Usually I say stop rather quickly. <laughs> so, I mean, I've never like done karaoke and said this is specifically for you. You know, I've never done that kind of stuff. Do people do that though? I think so. People, I think they sing well. No, no, no. I mean, like dedicate. You know, they're up on karaoke on stage and they'll pick out pick out someone um, in the audience and say, "Hey, baby, this one's for you." Uh, I might have seen it once or twice. Oh, okay. That must be nice. <laughs> I mean, if you sing well, sure. If not, it's just embarrassing. It's oh, hell guy. yeah, dude. I am so envious of people that can sing, like, really, really well. It's 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 insane. Right. Yeah, I mean, I like to do karaoke, but I know I'm not a good singer. So it's more, like, fun for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of those people that gets up there and is trying to audition for, right. you know, American Idol or whatever. So that's fun. Then, I, you know, I know I can't sing well, so. You're not so bad. So, Come on now. You're not so bad. You ain't so bad. <laughs> Nothing. You, uh, you sung a couple My of our prediction. intros back in the day, remember? Hey. What? I'm sorry. I got to a clever <laughs> line. You sang a couple of our intros back in the day when we were doing, like, these TV show parodies. Yeah, I remember it. I remember how bad that. Different Strokes is awful, dude. That was awesome. That's a bad one. <laughs> yeah. Right. You have to dig back for that one. 
It's on our first year anniversary show as a bonus because we never used it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. Hmm. Yeah. Huh? All right. So anyway, RLC Wagon, keep on loving you. I like, I mean, you don't like that song? It's not that it's a bad song. I, I, I'm just not in love with Ario Speedwagon. I don't never. Yeah, like I'm not it. either. Yeah, oh. I don't own any albums, but yeah, it's it's very much a. I mean, Ario Speedwagon had more than one hit, so I can't really classify them one hit wonder. Right. But they're definitely um, they're not a band in my collection. But this song, it's something I can sing along to. It's something that gets you know, I enjoy every time I hear it. Oh, it comes up a lot. Like we have XM Radio at work. And that, that song gets a lot of playtime still. Oh, yeah, and if, if, especially the 80s channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it pops up once in a while. Yeah, good one, good one. Chrissy's. Uh, <laughs> my next, uh, another, it's another mediocre movie. I don't even know if it's mediocre. I actually didn't care for it too much. But uh, the movie it stars George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer. You would think with those two stellar, good-looking, beautiful people on screen that they'd make an awesome movie, but it was okay. Did you ever see the movie called One Fine Day that came out like, 96? Yeah, I saw it once. I mean, I... Again, I, it's super Yeah, I couldn't tell you what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> all I remember is they, a lot of scenes took place in a taxi and it was raining a lot. That's all I really remember of that movie. Um, but the song in that movie that was featured is a song which I, I really like. It's it's by Van Morrison and it's called Have I Told You Lately. And I and I believe Rod Stewart uh, redid it again maybe in the 90s. Yeah, he too. covered it. Yeah, he covered it, and God, anything Rod Stewart does, he sounds, everything sounds good too, but the, the, this one in particular was a Van Morrison version, and I like this song a lot, um, Have I Told You Lately, lately That I Love You, and it's it's a nice, nice song. I don't really hear it on the radio anymore, um, but back in the 90s, I, especially because of Rod Stewart, it, it, it got tremendous playtime. But the Van Morrison version, I, I like a lot. It has more, there's more instrumental to it. There's more piano to it and stuff. But it's a very, very nice song. Yeah, I think it's his song. Yeah, yeah, I believe he did I think the Van Morrison, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. That's a really good Van Morrison. You can't go wrong with Van Morrison, to be honest with you. Yeah, you can't. I, I, yeah. That's, again, sealing the deal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, what a fine day. Is it a date? I guess... I I think it was a date movie. I think it it is kind of. I think they do hook up at the end of the movie, if I, if I recall. But again, if you want, yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah, if you want to make a little date night, can't go wrong with Michelle Pfeiffer. My goodness. Oh, you know what I saw recently with Michelle Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford? Uh, what lies beneath? That's a good movie. That is a great movie. I That's there are a couple of scenes scary, I actually jumped right? at. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of jump scenes in there. That's uh, pretty unexpected, but she's fantastic. She's gorgeous. Oh my. She looked great in Ant-Man too. Or was it? Ant- yeah, Ant-Man. Right? Ant-Man too, yeah. Yeah, she looked great in that also. My turn? Yeah. All right, my next song, and this actually has some uh, history behind it. Oh. Is Always and Forever, which it says, I think, was originally sung by Luther Vandross, but I remember Heat Wave doing it. I, yes. Yeah. And it's... I remember this song playing at my first boy-girl dance in, like, fifth grade? Oh. Fifth grade or sixth grade, yeah. And uh, I just like this song. It's a pretty song. Uh, this is, like, Always and Forever, that one? Yep. 
Yeah, that is with you. That's a legit it's song. Like a dream to me. Yeah. I mean, think every moment with you is like a dream to me. That somehow came yeah, true. Yeah, that's a legit song. <laughs> yeah. We got a life of love that will never change. Every day, love me your own special way. Yeah. Melt all my heart away with a smile. That's a legit song. Take time to tell me you really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a straight up love song. Yeah, that's a legit song. I, didn't, I, I really didn't know Luther did this one. I'm not surprised. Oh, he, yeah, he did. That. Yeah, he did that remake years later, if I recall. Luther Vandross remade it. Yeah, he's not. I don't think he's so, original. I think Heatway was original. Then Luther did it again. Okay, yeah. even better. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. If I'm, if I'm, I could be wrong, but I think that's how it goes. I think you're right. Yeah, the Heatway version is awesome. It totally is. Yeah. Okay, I, I got a story for that one. That song. I was dating someone in college. You know who she is. And I remember, we were you narrow it down, bro. <laughs> Come on. We were. You got around. <laughs> Shut up. We were. We we're at a park. I was in my Jeep, and the song came on. It was snowing, and dude, to this day, I can see it right now in my mind's brain. It's, it's bizarre. And that song came on. I was like, oh, legit. <laughs> but yeah, that is a really good song. I purposely didn't put yeah, it on my list because of that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. No, I mean it's a great. It's, man, I'm gonna, again. Every time we do one of these things, I'm like, I gotta make a mixtape. So I'm gonna listen to these songs again. Yeah. Well, we, we oh, all these songs will be on on Spotify on the Nerd and Me playlist if you wanna. That list is slowly Sweet. growing. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. Yeah. So. I remember in whatever fifth grade, I guess, first boy girl dance, I went to a Catholic school for a few years. It was in the basement. And, um, the basement of the church? You know, yeah, okay. I think so. So the boys were on one side of the room the most of the night, the girls were on the other. The girls would dance, the boys would just stand there and talk. <laughs> and, um, so the song came. So I remember I asked the girl to dance, and we danced. We danced Catholic school way. I had my hands on her shoulder. No, no. Right on my shoulder, hands <laughs> around her hips. But you know, it was like the step left, step right, step right. left, step yeah. right. Yeah, we made room for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do kids? And this was, I don't. You know, I haven't been to school dance. I wonder if they still do that anymore. I don't know. Do they have school dances, or is that how they dance? They, uh, b- both. Well, no, they definitely have school dances. I know that. I just don't know how they dance anymore. Because nowadays, it's bizarre. These kids are doing what's called a, like dances on tiktok they do like this thing it's ridiculous. oh when, when yeah. my daughter does it i'm like are you practicing cheer she's like no i'm doing tiktok dance i'm like oh yeah they're all little bit, but yeah it's like one person makes a tiktok and then all the kids in the world have to learn how to do that dance i don't understand how that works yeah it's not even a dance it's like a it's like a it's like a movement i even said are you doing karate it's like cheerleading like? moves right they move their arms a lot that's exactly what it looks like cheerleading moves exactly yeah that's mm-hmm. exactly what it looks like so i'm like yeah, my, niece, my nieces do that too I'm like what are you doing TikTok. yeah it's a thing it's a thing i guess yeah so, uh, i don't think even anyway, dance yeah, with so, somebody uh, i mean TikTok is not even a dance you do with somebody it's just a I guess it's something you do in front of your cell phone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you try to get a lot of people to like it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so. Nah. I don't know. But yeah, that's definitely. Uh, did you have school dances growing up? Did public school do that? Yeah, we did. We had our, what, our seventh and eighth grade dance. And then obviously you had your proms and stuff. But we had a seventh and eighth grade dance. My daughter, they have, um, they have one like 
every year in high school they have one, and it's um, it's freshman to like a formal. I guess you'd call it a formal, yeah. Like they gotta get dressed up and go. They do dress up, but it's you know like when we grew up, it wasn't like if it was an eighth grade dance, it was just eighth grade only. And in right. her high school, it's it's open to all the grades and stuff. So, well, she goes to a smaller high school, right? Oh, it's tiny. <laughs> it's a tiny, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why they need, they won't get any. Uh, you'll be the three people there if they restricted by grades. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're 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 good kids. They're very well behaved. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Jonathan. Uh, yeah, dude. That if I had to pick, like that is top three for me right there. Of like yeah. all like of all time. Yeah, that's <laughs> again. Okay, uh, my next song, Jonathan, comes from another great date movie. Starring Nicolas Cage. Can you guess it? Date movie with Nicolas Cage. Um, Wrong. Date movie. Wait, no, it's, I got it. All right. Leaving Las Vegas. Was that a date movie? I thought he was hooking up with no, a... He's an alcoholic alcohol that goes to Vegas to die. Yeah, that's a... Yeah. Depends on your date, I guess, right? <laughs> okay, this date movie, my friend, is called 1997 Con Air. That's not a date movie. Come on. Now. It's barely a movie. <laughs> oh, come so on. Take that back. That's together. a great movie. It's a great movie. All right. Aesthetically, it's not a great movie. <laughs> is it enjoyable and fun? Yes. Hey, yeah. yeah. So Con Air, the, the, is it? Nah, it is. I mean, he, he goes to jail because he's, what, he was defending his girlfriend at the time? Or was it his wife, maybe? Yes, sir. I don't know, but the song uh, made famous by Leanne Rimes is How Do I Live? And that's a sweet, sweet song. And I believe in the, in the movie was sung by somebody else, Trisha Yearwood, I think. Yeah. yeah, and I remember there's a story like, I don't, I don't know if this is true, but Leanne Rimes didn't want to do the song at first. And then the, the movie became a hit and I think she kind of took off with it. But it, it, essentially it's, you know, How Do I Live Without You? You know, like basically, you just can't live without them, and it's a wonderful song. And uh, and that is that from Con Air? Yeah, that's from Con Air. Yeah, yeah. I think it plays at the very end, at the very very end, when he finally meets up with his, with his wife again after the plane just hit the Vegas Strip, and uh, and they he Believe meets up there, and they, they kiss at the end. But um, see, date movie, right? Okay. <laughs> Great movie. I think that's a fun movie you took a date on. It's fun. It's action. It gets adrenaline going. The blood's flowing. And then it ends with this song, How Do I Live Without You. It's a wonderful song. You like the song, right? Yeah, I remember it, yeah. Yeah. And believe it or not, I like this movie even with John Cusack in it. it to me, this is his best performance ever, John Cusack. <laughs> Can't stand that <laughs> Can't stand But in this movie, he, he did well. He did well. I think there was a kid growing up that looked like him that stole your lunch money every day or something. What? Because <laughs> oh. you have an unnecessary No, 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 no. no. It's, it's from the movie, is it 16 Candles? Where... Yeah, he was a nerd in that movie. He's yes, that. so that's my first impression of him. And every time I see him after, I was like, no, no, you're still the nerd guy with the goggles wow. on Wow. <laughs> yeah. So funny. But yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lovely song. You can hear it. You can romance to it. Yes. See. Oh, can you imagine you're you're having dinner with your, your your special someone and that music's playing in the background and you're looking to each other's eyes and then boom. Yeah, I just I you know I, I stayed <laughs> in the eighties. That was my problem. Uh, that was your problem. 
I said 80s, yeah. 90s. When did this movie come out? 97. It just barely made it. Yeah, I'm just saying I said 80s. Okay. There you go. All right. All what, right. What you got? So my next one, I'm pretty sure I talked about in our soundtracks, but I'm going to bring it up again. It's from the best high school wrestling movie ever. Oh. Vision Quest. Do you know what song it is? Uh, I'm having a brain fart. All right. It's not it's Lunatic Fringe, is it? Madonna. What? No, it's not Lunatic Fringe. It's Crazy for You by Madonna. That's got to be the 1980s anthem of love songs right there. It's up there. It wasn't number one on a lot of lists I read up on, but it's up there. No kidding. No? Wow. Yeah, I would say like every school dance I went to, it, it wasn't a school dance until that song came on and that was on all the time. Oh, you can guarantee to hear all the songs on my list at an 80s school dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Too. Yeah. yeah. But, but Crazy For You yeah. is awesome. You know, it, it, it literally talks about how two people are across the room at a club or whatever. And they're moving to the music and they make eye contact and they're slowly make their way to each other and start dancing slow with each other. Help me out. Like, in Vision Quest, doesn't Madonna's in the movie, right? She's actually singing that song or am I thinking of the music video? I'm getting confused. There's a video she's singing the song in Well, it's confusing because in the video she's singing the song like on the stage in the yeah. same it looks like the club. Yes. Because there is a scene in a bar. Vision Quest, but she's saying Gambler. She oh, had two songs in that movie. Gambler, get out of here. Yeah. Ah. Okay. I don't know. They might have played some crazy few in the movie. I'm trying to remember, but not the whole thing. Hmm. And she was background too. Her music was background. I mean, I clearly clearly remember the music video for sure with with the Vision Quest scenes in the movie in the in the in the video too. So yeah, but not, well, Madonna had a. And Madonna can always be uh, as wild child that she was in the She could pull one or two good love songs out of her. Pocket. I mean, th- that song, I mean, if you just think of Madonna during that time period, she was humongous. She, she started Man, like she a trend with her, with her, how she dressed, how she looked. I mean, she was, it was everything. And that, and that song was Madonna, you know? She was yeah. humongous. Yeah, and I think at this point she only had one, one or two albums out at the time. She was just huge. I think you're right. This, if I recall, this was this her first hit, or maybe uh, first no. like made no, huh? No, Borderline was a hit. Like a Virgin was a hit. Uh, get it? Um, there's a couple of somebody. And Crazy somebody? for You came out afterwards. No, everybody, everybody. Yeah, yeah, Crazy for You. I think came. It's kind of the same general area. Hmm. But, yeah. I'd say it was around probably like a virgin, but before True Blue. Yeah. Is that her third album? I think, yeah. I punched out at the True Blue. <laughs> Madonna was at that point in, in her career where she, gosh, she can just sing the Alphabet song and, and I think she'd sell millions of copies. She could do yeah, no wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and she courted the controversy, but it was fine. It's funny to look back now and think of the big deal I was made over Papa Don't Preach. What? Because she's singing about being Papa oh, Don't Preach. right, yeah, yeah. Because she was, uh, you know, it's a song about her being pregnant without being married. Right. Yeah, was that a big that deal? Like, I don't remember that being a big deal. Yeah, it was all on the news and all this stuff. Oh, God. 
controversial. Yeah. Well, that's Madonna. If she wasn't controversial, I don't think she'd be as popular. Controversial, not necessarily in a bad way. She was just different. You know, everyone, right? Like her, uh, Cindy Lauper, mm-hmm. breaking the mold. You know, it, it, when people start dressing up as a singer, like like copying their style, they're huge. Like Michael Jackson, right? Everyone was wearing those leather pants and stuff. Right. We saw a lot of that in the more in the eighties, I guess, than any time else. Maybe Lady Gaga touched on that. Yeah. Because even Prince, even Prince had his little following, and then you think about how people were dressing up like the heavy metal people. Mm-hmm. Maybe not one specific one, but that style. That, that look, And then right. grunge. Well, grunge. Maybe music just influences fashion. Yeah, but Madonna was like a person. You know, they were trying to be... Well, yeah, I think Lady Gaga. I, I think that's probably the closest today. Yeah, but it's like 30 years later. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, yeah. I can't even think of anybody in the 90s that was, 90s that was big like that. And it, they were dressing like the singer that... Jeez, I don't know. Like, and they, they influenced everything? Hmm. I, nothing comes to mind then. Well, I don't know. I have to think of, like, hairstyles. Maybe, uh, maybe gangster rap? Yeah. Yeah, that, that could be. That could be. Like, Run DMC and stuff. Yeah, Those but guys. they were more 80s. Yeah. They're not, they were never gangster rap, Run DMC. I'm no, talking, no, no. And, I'm, I'm talking about, like, people mimicking their fashion and stuff. Tupac and all that stuff. But again, I think that's mimicking a genre versus mimicking a person like Madonna or like someone like Elvis mm. or uh, like I say, Michael Jackson, Cindy Lauper. Right. So would, yeah. you, would you say people are mimicking Kurt Cobain or they're mimicking grunge? Mm. Well, maybe a little bit of both, I guess. Yeah. I would say grunge. Yeah. Yeah. No one ran out and said, I want to dress like Kurt Cobain. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if, if artists today do anything that distinct other than let's say lady gaga right, right. Where, where people are trying to mimic their look i don't know well i, I don't want to speak about nowadays because i don't listen to music nowadays i don't pay attention to what the kids are doing nowadays yeah, yeah, my own problems. yeah. <laughs> but i mean i haven't seen any change in fashion trends either you know like with with how people dress today this is blowing my mind dude what i'm understanding now is the mullet is coming back did you hear about that is it really, you know what else is coming back? Those 80 high-waisted jeans on girls where it made their butts look flat. Oh, really? <laughs> Remember those? They made the butts look long and flat. I, yeah, I, I know what maybe you mean. Not, maybe not flat, but you know what I mean. Right, like long. Yeah, those things. I don't know, I don't know why those are coming back. I don't know. But the mud's coming back, baby. <laughs> That's okay. awful. That's the worst thing I've heard today. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, we're on uh, wait a minute, number four. Number four. Another movie which was very popular, and I would call this a date movie too, 1992, uh, starring Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, oh, the bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> Initially, that actually was on my I, list. I really thought you were going to do <laughs> I knew you were going to think that. That's why I didn't put it on there. I knew you were Anyway, <laughs> which I did. I actually watched Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves last week. <laughs> I was like, wow. Well, hold up. I liked it. His hairstyle doesn't, though, but... Um, uh, who played Will in that? Um, Kristen Slater. He's God. He's he's a good actor. That guy. That guy's intense. Too yeah, he, yeah. Kristen Slater's a good actor. Yeah, he is. Anyway, the the song I'm choosing from this album, and there's actually quite a few love songs on, on this album, but the one I'm picking is <laughs> "Saving All My Love," which you know, I I never really really listened to the lyrics. I just know it's a nice sweet song, and I didn't realize that the song is about 
a guy is actually with somebody else with his wife and she's still waiting for him. I was like, oh, is that what that song's about? It's amazing. Yeah, what we do a lot of songs like that. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, like, what you think a, th- a song is until you actually hear the lyrics. But she's saying, I'm waiting, I'm just going to wait. But then when it happens, it's on. I was like, wow, that's pretty good. She's but like, what? <laughs> Whitney Houston, let's see. I don't know if she, if she was, like, a game changer in regards to style, but she was big. She came out, I think, right before Mariah Carey, I think. And, uh, Whitney, well, she's she's a few years before. A few years before. She was a big name before Mariah Carey came out. Yeah. Yeah, and like, gosh, if you listen to her voice, it's just absolutely amazing. And one of one of my top songs is when she did the national anthem. Do you remember that one? Which for the was, yeah, the Giants was, won that Super Bowl. Holy crap! That? That's amazing. That one. Uh, her rendition of that is just mind blowing. It's it's such a shame that you know what happened to her later in life, but. Uh, you know, if you were to take that little time frame of Whitney, Whitney was big on the radio. Oh my gosh, she has a, such an amazing voice. And again, the bodyguard of the movie is it a chick? I mean, not chick. Is it a romance movie? I guess. I, I vaguely remember what this was about. All I remember is I think Kevin Costner was the bodyguard, and I guess they fall in love. I don't remember. Did you remember that movie? I don't remember the movie. I don't know. No, Kevin Costner's bodyguard. They fall in love. Okay, there you go. But the album itself. A lot of the songs that came off of the album are actually like huge, huge. Well, isn't um I'll always love you, my goodness. Yeah, that's on there. Yeah, that, that one's the biggest huge. song ever until Titanic, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess. I think it was the biggest song until Titanic. Yeah. Yeah, she has that little pause in the song, and she goes, "And I," and everyone tries to belt <laughs> it out, and no one can do it right because we're not Whitney. But uh, yeah. wait, what? We're not. But she is fantastic. Yeah. Nobody tells me anything anymore. <laughs> uh, what else is on that album? I'm Every Woman with Shaka Khan. That's on there. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Oh, wait a minute. I Will Always Love You was a, was a remake? The original was Dolly Parton? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, you know that? No. Oh, I can see that. I can see that. Huh. Okay. Good for you, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yes, another date night uh, movie, a little dinner, a little bodyguard, a little Whitney Houston. You right? Woo tape. Woo. Okay, enough of that. What else you got? Journey. Guess which one? Uh, faithfully. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say open arms, but yes, faithfully. Such a beautiful song. Holy smokes! It just. Huh? It's an amazing song. Yeah, and and just the fact that he's basically saying, "Look, I'm not around. My job takes me away from you, um, but you know, I'm I'm always I'm always going to come back to you. I'm always going to be faithful to you." That's 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 that. You know, doesn't matter what goes on when I'm not here. I'm still thinking of you. Oh, absolutely. Oh. It's, it's, isn't that the song like he's just basically away a lot? You know. Yeah. Yeah, and that 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 hardship of being in love with someone but you can't physically be with them and and uh and if you if that relationship works that's a solid relationship exactly yeah a lot of relationships don't last when they're when there's a little bit of a challenge or or they can't see each other as often as they want they they actually kind of crumble but yeah this song is that uh i'll be there for you forever regardless okay jonathan uh 1990 film 
and this is not a, a, like a date movie, but it is a movie about a couple starring Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. Ghost. Yes, sir. Ghost. And this movie I actually saw again recently. Maybe that's why a lot of these movies I picked because I actually did watch them recently. I think it was on, I want to say it was on Amazon Prime, I think. Anyway, uh, now this is a weird song. So the Righteous Brothers Unchained Melody, they play this song where they're doing that, like that clay thing and she's holding it and he comes from behind and they're making the clay thing. Pottery, I guess is what you call it, right? And I mm-hmm. never liked this song. I just, <laughs> this, this song just doesn't do it for me. Um, but I, I know it's a romantic song. However, in this movie, it works. Like, it works really, really well. Like, I can, I, I like the song so much in the movie. But if I hear it on the radio, I'm switching the song. <laughs> like, I'm changing the music. Um, uh, but it is a good song. I mean, The Righteous Brothers, it's a, it's a classic song. And it's amazing they actually picked that particular song for that particular movie. Because the movie is just, it's a, I don't know, horror thriller, I guess you call it, maybe. Um, no? Fantasy thriller? Maybe. Yeah, something like that. I mean, it wasn't scary, scary, but it had some scary moments. Um, but Ghost is a great flick. If you haven't seen that movie, kids, watch that one. Patrick Swayze. Whoopi Goldberg was, she nailed that one. What was her name in that movie? I forgot. Um, Willie, I think her name was. Yeah. No. Oh, no. what? I'm trying to think of Whoopi's name in the movie. Can't be. Uh, Phyllis? Oda Mae Brown. Willie was Willie. the bad guy. <laughs> Willie that's was the guy that murdered. Indiana Jones reference, isn't it? <laughs> no, Willie was the guy that killed that killed Sam Wheat. <laughs> Most quotable part of that movie, it's Autumn Sunrise. <laughs> Damn, baby, what you do with your hair? <laughs> that's right. You like it? It's called it's Autumn, Autumn Sunrise. Sunrise. You and I used to do that one a lot in college. Damn, baby, what yeah. you do to your hair? It's Autumn Sunrise. Anyway, the song is The Righteous Brothers. Uh, the song is called Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Um, it's a really nice song. It's a classic song. Um, I think it came out in the 60s, maybe? I'm not exactly too sure what year it came out. Again, for some reason, this song doesn't do it for me, but when I see it and hear it in the movie at that time where they're making that little pottery thing, dude, it works and it works well. Very nice song. Very, very nice song. And I would call this a date flick. I, I think you can do that one. Because he, he, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it is all about like what's binding him to earth is his love for, for his wife and stuff, and and to kind of redeem whatever happened to him and stuff. But it is, it is a nice movie, cool movie. Yeah, all okay. right, enjoyable. Thank you. Okay, now this one comes from a movie. Oh, it's where we're all introduced to it. It's allegedly written about a Miss Rosanna Arquette whose song Toto Rosanna is about her also. So she has at least two songs written about her in the 80s. And it stars one of your favorite actors. Come on. What What are you talking about? You, you just mentioned him before. Oh. Oh, him? Come on. What's up? What? Sir John Cusack. You want to guess which movie? N- no. <laughs> uh, it's Say Anything. And it's a song playing when he holds the boombox above. Iconic movie scene when he holds the uh, boombox above his head. Yeah, I don't get that one. In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. Yeah, that is a nice song. It is. That's I don't get that song. scene, though. Yeah. I see that a lot in, like, everywhere. That holding the boom. I don't get it. What What is it about that thing that makes it so wonderful? 
Oh, it's a romantic gesture that hadn't been seen, at least in movies before. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing now. It's it's overused, but <laughs> it, it was new wonderful. Yeah, so In Your Eyes with Peter Gabriel. Now, it's not my favorite Peter Gabriel love song. I like another song that came out in the early 90s. It's actually a cover song he did from the early 2000s, I like. Um, but this, this fits the bill nicely. And this, I mean, this song was huge when it came out. Oh, man, it was on all the time. Yeah, and it's still very good. It's very fun to listen to. Uh, man, if you had to pick an artist, a male uh, here, here, okay, someone comes to mind. If you had to pick one male artist that was like the the king of the romance song in the eighties, who, who would you say? Oh, in the eighties? Oh, I don't know. King of the romance song? Come on, it's gotta be Lionel Richie, uh, that guy. Yeah, Lionel Richie, Luther. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be a guy. Uh, yeah, I guess so. those two maybe. Yeah. How about how about for women? Whitney. They, yeah, yeah. I have to say Whitney too, because she had so um, many major hits and yeah, there are a lot of love, like, love songs. Yeah. Celine Dion? No. She was more nineties. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. She yeah she definitely ruled the nineties. Yeah. With Beauty and the Beast and uh, the what's the Titanic song? Um. Uh, don't get hit by that iceberg. <laughs> yeah, oh, how did we forget this song? This song was played so much we hated it. Yeah. I have to say, you know, I can't even think of a song anymore. Oh, man, it's driving me nuts. That's going to drive me crazy. Now. I got to Google it. <laughs> My heart will go on. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was enormous. That stupid song. Nah, it, not stupid, but. It was huge. Yeah. The Titanic was enormous. Do you remember that? When they came out, it was like number one every weekend for like months. Yeah, I saw it with your ex-girlfriend's cousin. Oh, okay. I know you're talking about. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Huh? It was a little weird, but huh? okay. <laughs> okay. Relax. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think we've seen a movie since then that hit number one that was Avatar? No, I know it made a lot of money, but uh, Titanic was... Titanic didn't hit quick. It was... Stayed in theaters a long time. It was winning weekend after weekend. Because I remember, I think it came out in December. Yeah. And it did okay. And it did, and it kept winning in January because there's like weak movies coming out against it. Mm-hmm. And then it, it got a resurgence because of Valentine's Day. And it just kept doing well. Wow. I remember the movie that knocked it out of number one. It was by... I knew it was Avatar. No, no. I mean, during that time period. When it was, the oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it was oh, Man in the Iron Mask with Leonardo DiCaprio. Get out of here. It was. Yeah, because it was Leo. People in the movie could have sucked, but it was Leo because of Titanic. That came out. That bumped Titanic to number two, and the following week it went back to number one again. Yeah, but Leo was number one for how many weeks? Good <laughs> lord. Yeah. There you go. That's funny. Oh, yeah. man, I didn't know that. The Man in the Iron Mask, huh? Yeah. I saw it. It was all right, but. Yo, that mask must have stank. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, well. Takes off the mask. I was like, oh, it's Leo. He looks so beautiful. <laughs> Not a blemish. Okay. Yeah, I know. He's wearing that. He was wearing that mask in prison for how long? Right. He had a nice tan, and his skin was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's okay. funny. The man, the iron mask. Yeah. A little bit of trivia. Because I remember during that time period, like, oh, wow, thanks. Number one again in the movie theater is wonderful. You know? well, you're absolutely sure about that. No, I'm pretty sure. 
Okay, someone go correct me if you need to. I'm double checking. Are oh, you double check? Okay, are, are we done? I got oh, some double check me. I got some things. Yeah, you. that's uh, all right. Let's just quickly review our uh, oh. our our mixtape, our Woo mixtape song. So remember, the mixtape is combined both our songs. Yeah, sure. Both our choices. Okay. All right. So you yeah. had, I had uh, when I fall in love, sleepless in Seattle. Well, who sings it? Celine and Celine and that other guy that, that I've never heard of. Clive something. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Continue. Oh, you want it, you want it all? Okay. Uh, have I told you lately? How do I live without you? Saving all my love for you. Unchained melody. Boom. All right. I had always and forever by Heat Wave. Keep on loving you by Oreo Speedwagon. Faithfully by Journey. In your eyes by Peter Gabriel and Crazy for You by Madonna. Boom. That's a pretty good tape. It is a good tape. That's that's the Wu tape. One size eighties, one size nineties. There you go. There you go. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a shout out to my all oh, not my all time, but this is this is the ringtone when my wife calls me. <laughs> it's by Barry White. Can't get enough of your love. Oh, oh yeah, my darling. Yeah, I... <laughs> yeah now I I told it's you got a cowboy in it. Cowbell, huh? I, I narrowed it down to 15 songs, so I'm not going to go for my other 10 songs just in case we use them for something else. Uh, and then uh, Bernie chimed in. I asked her right before the show. She's like, Backstreet Boys, all I have to give. What? That's what she said. I never, I never even heard that. Have you heard that song? Come on, dude. Backstreet Boys. Back, you've heard it? No. I've heard the Backstreet Boys, so I never I had heard to look it up. <laughs> it's so old. First of all, if you're going to pick a Woo song for Backstreet Boys, it's going to be... Yeah, yeah, I, 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 would, I would say that. Yeah, that would probably be the more romantic song, I guess. Backstreet Boys, what? Huh? Uh, all I What's, have to give. All I have. All I have. I'm trying to. And then that song, um. Oh, God, I forgot the name of the movie. Uh, Kiss Me? With Freddie Prince Jr.? Oh, uh, Kiss Me by the Cardigans? Yeah. Oh, no, Sixpence on the Richer? Yes. There you go. Could I... Kiss me on the What's that movie? She's All That? She's All That. Oh, what's the name of the lady in that movie? Rachel Lee Cook. I met her, dude. I know, we've had this, like... <laughs> I think you brought this up on the last show. A couple yeah, of shows. Yeah, the cartoon show. Yeah. We were talking about Jokes and the Pussycat. Yeah, she looks fantastic. She's like 5'1". You really, really, you really impressed you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know this is all I have to do song. Yeah, you okay. know. What? Okay. The other one. <laughs> hey, Jonathan, I got some ha- thank yous. <gasps> I got a Jenny Pie 98 uh, on Instagram. Thank you for following. And uh, I got some shout outs, dude. Brain Based Marketing, the birth master. <laughs> He's been following That's us for a while. Uh, what was that? That's all one person. Uh, brain-based marketing is his, his IG account, and uh, he, he he informed me recently that he he thinks he's heard every single episode. I said, "What?" Very cool guy, though. He has a nice '80s toy collection that he's starting to grow, which is pretty neat. Cool guy. <clears throat> and then uh, two more shoutouts, dude. I got uh, Bobby Shap on Instagram. He is a uh, cosplayer. And if you followed uh, Dr. Indiana Jones, he did. He was Henry Jones. You need a bang-up job on that one. And my buddy out in New Zealand, Russell, RJZ Landa on Instagram. 
He was my Indiana Jones. And he was in uh, Temple of Doom when he did the whip move where he whipped the sword out of the guy's hand. That's the same guy. Oh, and, sweet. Yeah, so you'll be, I'll be featuring these guys. I did Monday and then the next two. And then, uh, like, they did all the challenges for me, which is going to be fun. And uh, some surprises still, I think. So thanks, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude, it's getting late. Uh, let's see, Jonathan. They can find yeah, us. Yeah, I'm on... three hours ahead of you. It's getting <laughs> pretty late. <laughs> they can find us. You all can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Please rate and review on iTunes. Uh, five stars would be helpful if you can. Uh, oh, oh, wait, did you do the Instagram accounts? Uh, oh, did I miss it? Murdered me on Instagram. Oh. And uh, Mom's Face and Collectibles. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm getting there. We got uh, Dr. Jones on IG and Jonathan's uh, Mom's Basement Collectibles. I like yeah, the and also today. Oh, today's. And Huntress, yeah, that's, that's nice. Art. I've been putting up I've been putting up themes. I've been doing themes the last three weeks. Nobody said anything yet. I, so I don't know if people have I have no idea. <laughs> what are the themes? Ladies? No, well, yeah, one week was ladies. One week was ladies. Okay. All right, that was uh, the Firestar Wonder Woman week. Okay. So I'll go over. All right, so last, um, two weeks ago was ladies. So going Friday to Monday was She-Hulk, two of the Ultimate X-Girls, Wonder Woman, Songbird from the Thunderbolts, and two of the X-Men from First Class. Okay. And last week, no, Firestar was a part of ladies. So at Supergirl, Firestar, Spider-Man 2099, Longshot, and Rocket Raccoon. You notice anything about them? No. They're all number ones. Oh. <laughs> oh. And you see pattern to this week? Uh, kissing? I don't know what. Uh, uh couples. Okay. <laughs> what? It's only Valentine's Wednesday. Week. I mean, it's, what's today? Tuesday? Wednesday? Yeah, it's Valentine's week, though. Oh. Is this something? Okay. Is this self-explanatory? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Well, that worked for nothing. <laughs> What's going to be for Valentine's Day, or is that a surprise? Well, I mean, I have a favorite I want to use, but I might use it Wednesday since it's hump day. Oh, okay. So what do you think? Should I save it for Wednesday, or should I throw it up on Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. All right, I'll do that. Dude, today. I had no idea you were doing themes. You should have mentioned something. You should be like, hey, guess the theme of the week. And I'd be like, oh, okay, you're doing this guy, and then you're doing that person. I want you to see patterns. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that going to be your thing? You're going to be doing themes from here on out? Not anymore. Nobody's noticing. Well, well <laughs> I don't know. Give if us I can, a chance. I if I can. I just had a couple of weeks ago, I had some time on my hands, so I just sat around taking pictures of comic books. Oh, okay. I so I, I kind of made right. a theme of it. Come on, challenge um, us. Do a theme next week. And then you know you know your, your nerd. I do have a theme for next week. All right, good. And then say it. So that's that way, like me, Jay, and Jason, and Pete, we're all going to. Trying to figure this one out. All right. Well, I'll. All right. Sure. Okay, thank I'll you. Do. Thank you. <laughs> Anything else? Oh yeah, me and Jay have a American History podcast. If you're a fan of American history, we have an American History podcast <laughs> called Our Story. Don't be. A <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Hey man, it was fun. We should podcast more often. <laughs> yeah, we should. I hear the fans are clamoring for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Till next time. Martha.
Peace. Peace.